You're listening to With Woman, a podcast hosted by midwives Sophie and Ashley. Join us as we help you to navigate the transition from womanhood to motherhood and everything in between. With Woman is your unfiltered and raw guide to empowering you to trust the process in hopes that each episode leaves you feeling a little more supported through your journey. Before we get into this episode, a little disclaimer. Although we are midwives, the information discussed in this podcast is not intended to substitute the care or advice of your healthcare provider. And we swear a lot. Mainly it's just me that's swearing. So here's your warning on that too. We're back. We're back. Finally. <laughs> we took a little bit more of a hiatus than we thought we were going to. I almost thought we were never coming back. <laughs> Look, we were going to come back like January, but then... COVID things happened. Yeah, <laughs> which I think everyone got affected by COVID, really. I've dodged it, but uh, you were bound to pick it up. <laughs> Rude. But you fair. went to an underground bar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. On the Gold Coast. It's actually a funny story. <laughs> I was with all my girlfriends. And <laughs> One of them had a wedding that weekend, like, like On the following the weekend. No, no, back, back in, in Sydney. Sydney. Yeah. And was standing, and she was very like COVID avoidant. <laughs> so funny, she had like hand sanitizer, and she's sanitizing her hands every two minutes. I'm like, whatever. Was standing at the door of this bar, and it was jam packed. It was like a back alley bar. We'd been there on our previous girls' trip to Burley, <laughs> lol. And the same singer was there, um, like acoustic singer. She's a chick. Anyway, she's a fun time. So we're like, oh my god, it's a sign. We have to go in. <laughs> Later on, I met this boy and the guy's like, yeah, she sings here every Friday. <laughs> I was like, oh. <laughs> she's actually our resident. Yeah, she fully is. Anyway, I was like, she's great. Um, and one of the girls went up to her and were like, do you remember us? We were here in April. We were here two years She's ago. like, yeah, cool. She did a shout out. Well, like she's it was like, shout out to the Sydney chicks. And we're like, woo. So embarrassing. So embarrassing. The things you remember in hindsight when you're no longer intoxicated. But you are. But we're standing at the door of. Yeah, we're standing at the door of this bar and we looked at each other and we're like, this is it. This This is is where we go down. Ash was sending me photos in isolation, Mm. tanning by pool. So brown. I was so bloody. I just. I want to be tanned. I need to get rid of this bloody. What? Oh, your soft tan's not right. Oh, it's getting better. Oh, to be fair, it is yeah, actually. It's just my. I beg your pardon. Um, my oh, that's not that bad. Tan. No, we're getting there. You fixed your ankles. I'm yeah, I fixed that. the ankles. It looks like I've you've just had been shopping wearing fake thongs tan. all the time. Yeah. <laughs> Going for a walk, thongs. Thongs. <laughs> Going to shop, thongs. <laughs> anyway, we wanted to pretty much just do a little catch up episode because. About ourselves. <laughs> all about ourselves. Because some of you don't want to hear about our lives. Yeah, so if you're not here for it, skip on. Skip to the next episode, really. <laughs> there is no educational value in this. informational. <laughs> you're not going to learn anything except stuff that's happening in our lives at the moment, which Ash does have some pretty big news. So do you. Uh, yes, you do. Are you fucking kidding? Wedding? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, nothing. Oh, oh, oh. Your invites are beautiful. Oh, yeah. So I'm, not, I'm getting married. Getting there. Couple of months. Um, but anyway, so... And you chose your dress. Oh, yeah, and I got the you dress. Said yes to the yeah, dress. I said yes to the dress. <laughs> Ash is trying to be avoided. Um, she <laughs> sent me a message last night, which was just completely out of the blue. It was a video of her injecting herself with 
hormones. Yeah. Yeah. Which, if you listened to our last episode, you would know that we chatted about egg freezing and everything like that. And Ash just wasn't Now I thought I was there. a fertility specialist yeah. and I didn't need to do it. Did our own ultrasound. <laughs> <laughs> and then I get that video last night. Things so, have changed. Please tell me. Uh, I'll elaborate. Um, yeah, so it turns out I'm not a fertility specialist. <laughs> And, <laughs> and nurses and midwives and probably doctors as well are like the worst patients because we think yeah. we know mm. so much about our own bodies and we self-treat and diagnose and rah, rah, rah. Anyway, um, and obviously that's a general statement, but most of us are... Oh, look, you and I yeah. both do. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I feel really weird talking about it. Like, my arms are crossed. I'm like, ugh. <laughs> Um, for a multitude of reasons, obviously, like, uh, what I said in that last episode still stands true in the sense that, like, psychologically, you know, process things, but I, if I think about it too much, it overwhelms me. Yeah. So I am the type of person that once I make a decision, I just fucking do it. So that's what I'm doing right now. I'm just trying not to think externally about it and just step by step each day that's what I do move on that's what I do move on like next day next very day, like next day. systematically like 100% yeah. systematically that's a good way to put it um and not trying to think about too much else apart from that it's two weeks of my life and hopefully I never have to do it again and so that's it two weeks yeah wow. yeah so um and I'm trying not to think about the what ifs and all of those things because naturally when you work in a field like we do and it's the same when you know you experienced it when you were pregnant it's yeah. like oh so many things can happen yeah. that are so you just negative think of the worst too you don't 100%. think of positive and you know there's another saying that goes that like nurses and midwives have the worst like the worst luck the worst everything luck. that's gonna happen happens, happens. so i'm just you know trying not to overthink things but basically but that's a protective oh, mechanism, mechanism for sure as well. for sure yeah. so i came back to work this year and the doctor that i work with said oh this is the year we're freezing your eggs and I was like "Mm, absolutely not um but this kind of like gut feeling came in where I was like oh I shouldn't really rely on rely on my own internal ultrasound (laughs) with the assistance of my friend (laughs) at work um to determine the timing (laughs) of freezing my eggs and I am in a very privileged position where I work in a fertility clinic and um I trust my colleagues and obviously that comes with some benefits. So I had a lot of moments, particularly during ISO, where I was thinking like, what, what am I actually doing? Like I'm using, it's like the reason that I didn't go through it was because of my ego and in eight years time or whatever, when I'm 40, if I'm still in this position, I'm going to fucking kick myself. You'll regret it. For having an ego and not just surrendering to the fact that my life is what it is and that I could take control of it. And a few things had happened in that same week as well. I saw a girl in clinic that was my age, typically women that freeze their eggs. It's kind of a new thing over the last couple of years where women are coming to the realization that it's a, it's well, women are having babies older, much older. Yeah. Um, but that's becoming an option to them because, you know, our expense, expendable income is higher and people have more of the means to be able to do something like this but typically women freeze their eggs about 34 35 Mm -hmm. so a girl came into the clinic who was exactly my age 
and her outlook on it was so refreshing and they took a lot of time with her. I guess I, I was definitely assisting her in her questions, but I was equally gaining something from it too, which she wouldn't have known about just getting her perspective on things. And she's single. She got out of a long-term relationship and she was, um, you know, still dating and whatnot through her cycle and was being super open and transparent about the people that she was dating through that time saying, that Oh, she I'm not to have a baby. No, just that she was freezing her eggs. And she's oh, like, okay, I, yeah. she's like, I can't hang out tonight because I'm doing this and you need to wear a condom because I'm doing this, which you should anyway, protection is important. <laughs> um, but you know, she was just yeah. so, and she's like, I'm going out to lunch with my friends and they've been talking to me about it. I don't know. It, was it just, is refreshing to actually yeah. know that people are talking about it that much. Yeah. And that she was so and, comfortable with yeah. having those conversations as well with the people around her. And she was talking about her boss and how she'd been open with them. And anyway, and she was empowered by her decision, which I think was the biggest thing that I didn't feel. I yeah, don't feel enough. empowered by making this decision. You still I'm, don't? No. No. I'm, yeah, I'm struggling to, <laughs> I'm struggling with the fact that I'm in this position where I'm considering I feel it. Like and I feel like that's ha- what, and I kind of have to do it. I feel like that's what you struggle with the most because yes. you had this idea of what where my you life wanted was, to be. Or, yes. And I think every woman has that as well. Yeah. Yeah. And then I've also thought too, like, do I actually want to be, I've even thought the flip side, like, do I actually want to be a mum or do I feel like I have, have to, to be a mum because, because I'm a midwife and, and yeah. I work in the fertility world and I'm a female and, you know, I'm in my 30s and all my friends are doing this yeah. and or most of them. And If you uh, think about it, if yeah. no one around you was having kids yet, you wouldn't feel the need to no, do it. No, see, this is the conclusion that I came to is that, yeah. no, I still want to be a mum. Exactly. <laughs> Which well, is good. Like, at yeah. least I know. And that, that having that thought process pushed me into starting it because I was like, okay, no, it's not because society tells me I should be a mum. It's because, no, I actually want this for myself. No, I'm not in a rush to – like I'm not going to run out and just date some guy and settle because I want to be a mum so badly. Don't I don't want to do that. But – yeah, I came to the conclusion that I'd be devastated if that opportunity was taken away from me because of my body and something that I can't control. Yeah. So um, I went and had a formal ultrasound. I kind of did it on my – I got a referral from work, obviously, but did it on my own accord externally and, like, with another um, another radiology place. And it was the results weren't too bad, but they didn't match my blood test that I had mid-last year. Um, so I sat on that for a week or so. And initially, like I was telling my friends, I was like, yeah, I had a formal scan. It was good. I'm going to wait until 33. Like I said, you know, that mentality was still there. And then, um, I was working a weekend shift and I was doing results with another clinician and, uh, he'd been away and whatnot. And we were just chit chatting about other things. And he was like, so what's going on? And I, don't know what compelled me to discuss this with him, but I just was like, actually, word vomit. Here you go. This is what's happening. What do you think? Please give me a consult. (laughs) Free consult. (laughs) Um, And he basically said, like, it's quite likely that what what was seen on my ultrasound wasn't accurate. Wasn't accurate. Wasn't accurate. um, And that I should go off my blood blood test. test. Um, And that scared me. Yeah. 
Um, so then we had a big chat and again, he put it in a really great perspective, which I'm so grateful for because it was an accumulation of things that, that made me choose this to do this. Um, but it was definitely that conversation that I was like, like I got the ball rolling as soon as we'd had that conversation. I spoke to my manager who's so supportive and lovely and a wonderful woman and another girl at work, uh, the girl who scanned me originally because <laughs> she's in sort of a similar position to me but a bit different. Um, and it was like, okay, we're doing it. I'm doing yeah. it. Is it expensive uh, yeah, to freeze your eggs? Yeah, it's really expensive. Okay. Like yeah. a couple of grand? Ten. Ten grand? Yeah. To you freeze get, your eggs? Yeah, you get a Medicare rebate. And it doesn't matter how many eggs you get? No. So you could get... You could get one egg? One egg. And still pay the same amount. Fuck. Yeah. And it's the same for IVF. And then what about storage? Yeah, so storage fees... I haven't gone down this route. They're either um, biannually or annual okay. storage fees, but they're, I think, oh, like and 500 ish do that? Crazy. So the IVF clinics actually store them? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So they have labs on site, and yeah. so they sit in these really big um, tanks, frozen. Yeah. And they don't take up much space, as you can imagine, because they're microscopic. No. <laughs> it's not a carton of. It's not, <laughs> not carton eggs. eggs. <laughs> so you're doing the hormones now. Yeah. And then when do you know when you have to do egg retrieval? <laughs> yeah. So it just depends on how I go. I haven't told a lot of people, for one. So a lot of people are going to find out probably you. from this episode, which we'll plan to release in a few weeks' time when everything's done. Yeah. Um, I, even at work, it's pretty hush hush. I have an alias, um, name and my boss is doing all my appointments like outside of hours, not because I think I'm like, (laughs) like important. Like a celebrity or famous No, it's just because people know my name. I don't know how I would cope if I don't do well. Yeah. And I have people knowing that I'm not doing well because I care too much about what other people think about me, even though I work in a very supportive environment. But I think working... Can you tell I'm an overthinker? (laughs) (laughs) Listening to myself going, oh my God. I think it's different when you don't work in a setting that you... It's the same for you. You birthed at a different hospital. Well, yeah, that's well, ex- that's exactly why as well. Mm, like mm. you want to be able to tell people what you want to tell them. Yes. And keep whatever you want to keep. Yeah, private yeah. to yourself because yeah. there's things that are private to yourself that you you don't really want everyone knowing. Uh, no, and I, I'm fucking well aware that this is going on up on Apple Podcasts and Spotify and probably going to be around. This episode will be around for a long time. Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. But this is my decision to tell what I want to tell. Whereas when that information is sitting there for anyone to access, I lose that um, control is not the right word, but you know, I lose that ability to, you lose the ability to make the decision to tell what you want to tell. Yeah, exactly. And I don't want back, you know, backroom discussions and things like that. So, you know, that's where it's all coming from. And after it's all done, I'll be very open and transparent with the people at work if I choose to do so. Yeah. Like I, I am very much an open book, but I just need to, because I'm not sure how I feel psychologically about the process. I just don't want, you yeah. know, other people coming up to me and showing I'm me support. It would be it. support. 
I'm I really know. proud of you. I can't <laughs> look. I had it. my best friend message me last night mm. asking about egg freezing. Really? So the fact that now that she can listen to this episode, yeah, that's nice, and actually realize that other people are in exactly the same boat as her. Yeah, yeah. It's actually really funny. So um, the way that it works is you have to wait for your period to arrive. And so I was kind of working out. So this has all really happened very quickly. Like it's happened within about a week and a half. Okay, I've just gone, fuck yeah, it, I'm doing fast. it. If I don't do it now, I'm not going to do it. Yeah. I'll, everything starts when you get your period. So day two of your period, you go in and you have a blood test to make sure all your hormones are baseline and your clinician lets you know whether or not you can start and just confirms your medication doses and stuff. Anyway, so with that blood test, I texted the clinician and I was like hey so I've got a really big weekend coming up you're gonna laugh at this this is not a joke so I've got a 30th on Friday um, I've got a house party on Saturday Saturday and I've got another birthday with a rowdy bunch of girls will this throw Saturday night fully I was like so if I have 12 drinks is that gonna be a problem I probably have more. I'm not sure but I thought 12 is a good number to just to start with and just gauge like what is everyone what he knows means. you double it <laughs> oh no I'd be deceased if I doubled it and he was like yes that is fine but if you're not comfortable to do so we can wait till next month or something like that he also left me on red for a really long time I was like rude <laughs> excuse me <laughs> um that was a joke by the way um he did leave me on red but whatever um <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh, I got the green light. I can go. I can go. Um, only because if I'm seen to not be drinking, you know, unfortunately oh. that's our culture. Especially as soon me. as a woman within her <laughs> 25 to 30, even older than that, isn't holding a drink when everyone else is and you say, oh, I'm not drinking this weekend. It's oh, immediately I don't, I, don't, I don't think anyone would assume I was pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> but they'd be wondering what's going on. <laughs> See, I get the... <gasps> Yeah, fully. No. No. So you do injections daily? Yes. Okay. And then when do you know what's the next step? I'm trying not to set my expectations too high. The clinician said to me, look, you should expect the same amount of eggs as uh, what your AMH is. So my AMH is seven. Okay. Seven eggs. I'll be pretty sad if I get seven, to be honest. Um, I don't want to ever have to do this again. So I'd like over ten. But if you get I'm under like 10, 15. like <laughs> who knows? 10 still 10 eggs. Yeah, I know, but they drop off. Yeah, I know. This is the thing. Mm. I could freeze seven and get none when they thaw later on in life. So, mm. yeah. Anyway, uh, like my dad doesn't know I'm doing this. Um, my mum knows. Actually, <laughs> mum knows that I was going to, and then I sent her a video just before we started this the same one I sent you, and she just wrote back, what the fuck, in capital letters. <laughs> so I know where you get it from. So I'm going to get a phone call a bit later this afternoon. She's probably She's calling probably me now. My phone's on Do Not Disturb. <laughs> um, and my roomie knows for obvious reasons, and um, my two girlfriends that have babies know, and that's about it. And, and you, you know what? And you just... now everyone else, but I'll be done by well, the time Well, not yet. This. Yeah. So. Which we may retract if I'm really down and depressed about it. You may never hear this. Um, so, yeah, that's me. Um, you in a little nutshell. I'm nervous about being emotional. Are you I'm emotional anyway. nervous about being vulnerable, which is uh, making you emotional? Or 
Well, I think I've been pretty vulnerable right now. But yeah, that's amazing. <laughs> that no, I just mean in general. I think like, do you not feel the same way? I'm so much more teary and emotional than what I was in my twenties. I cry a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sad. <laughs> Jokes. No, since having haze, okay I cry. A lot easier than yeah, just, I would have beforehand. Things make mm. me upset. Yeah. I have like uh, really beautiful things are happening at work at the moment. Like we're, there's, we've had a really good week, like a few really nice results. And one of them came in and I just teared up and got so emotional. I'm like, God, I never used to be like Never this. used to be emotional. No. Like we used to hardly ever cry. You definitely don't cry. Well, it work. Well, no, but still, like you no, would never get no, that emotional. No. My mum always used to. We used to watch sad movies, and she'd be like, "You're heartless." Yeah, because <laughs> I would never cry. Yeah, and now I'm like, I watch something sad on TV, and I'm like, <gasps> "Do you think it's since becoming a mother, or do you think yeah, it's I just you it's, in general?" No, I think it's just. I don't know. You see life a little bit differently. Yeah, everything scares you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm literally just like looking I'm around, like I'm scared right now. <laughs> You just, I don't know. Or it could just be that we're aging as well. <laughs> Not the best thing for me to say. <laughs> oh. um, also, we've grown up. Have our we? Invite- oh, this. <laughs> I haven't. So we're no longer recording in my garage. Or in or nannies. in my nana's boat shed. <laughs> um, we are in a studio. It's beautiful, actually. It's got aircon. Oh, we've got aircon. Living, Barry. We are living. Happening so you're getting married. I'm getting married. Everyone knew that. I'm planning a wedding. Look how That's like, it, really. sarcastic. You're, like, you're being so like, meh. Well, it's exciting. It's exciting. It's really exciting. Yeah, and so I think, act like, it. <laughs> the week coming up to it, I'll be like, well. So we need to talk about your hens. Yeah. You're going to do something I wasn't chill. sure if I wanted a hen. No, Because it's just like a big. Duvla, like. Duvla. Is that even, even a word? It is now. <laughs> so good vocabulary. Next Instagram post. Duvla. Duvla. It's like, I don't know. It's a lot sometimes. And my bridesmaids, some of them are in Queensland, yeah. which makes things a little bit harder. Um, and I just don't like a big fuss. Yeah. Whereas, but like, my partner gets, like, a full weekend away. Is, he, is that oh, what yeah. he's doing? Yeah. What's he doing? I don't know. Okay, he don't just, he keeps ask. saying, like, I don't know. I don't know what's happening. You know what's happening. Yeah, you're a liar. <laughs> I'm thinking a long lunch. Yes. Yeah. So let's do that. Okay, so we're committing to that. Yeah, we'll commit to a long lunch. Oh my God. Got the dress. I've pretty much done everything. The venue does a lot of it. What are you doing with your hair? Oh, TBC. Oh. Mm. Can't give it away. Oh, okay. <laughs> You'll have to Chopping it up and dyeing it pink. <laughs> oh. If you're still here, fucking appreciate it. We talk a lot about ourselves sometimes. <laughs> anyway, um, this was just an ep to kind of lean in to new episodes coming through. We've we got have, some exciting oh, stuff. We have so much content to give you this season. Yeah. I don't know. Is this what it is? A season? And I think we're slowly, like it's really, we are such novices. I actually don't know how people start podcasts. It's, it's hard, but it's not. I think the social media thing is, I'm done with that. Like, so I'm grateful that you've taken over. It's very hard. hard. Yeah, it's so hard. It's hard to be like, oh, what the fuck? fuck I reels haven't posted are in like a, a week. Yeah. Like, and Sorry, guys. And I want to oh. like take. 
I don't want to take photos and stuff. No. It's annoying. Oh, we're midwives. Like, we're behind the scenes in our blue scrubs. Like, no, all numbers. the selfies I have on my phone of mm. Ash and I at work, which, like, I try to use sometimes <laughs> on our media account, it's like Ash lying on a couch eating KFC <laughs> or it's me, like, hoeing into, like, a big thing of chips. Like, it's nothing that... <laughs> Is like worthy of posting on Instagram. It's not about any, not anything about being with women. No, it's <laughs> about how we support being women. Without, in it's about supporting ourselves when we've got like five minutes. It's frustrating though because we've seen so many beautiful moments oh, in our in our like work if we days could just and capture, we yeah. Like if we could have a little GoPro on our head, I know, it'd be so. Oh my we have gosh, so much be beautiful so amazing. content to share. Yes. Um, but yeah, we've got a space. We feel grown up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hopefully you feel that too as listeners that, you know, we're a bit more put together this year. <laughs> we do have some really exciting episodes though. Yeah, we do. Um, and we've had some requests coming yeah, in, which we're going to push those ones forward. So we're going to get them out. I think too, like, um, I think, you know, leaning off the back of me saying that I feel more emotional, like lots, lots of things have happened kind of in the midwifery world, particularly. Yeah you know, in the last kind of five to six weeks-ish through our Omicron wave um, of just seeing, like, the disadvantages again in maternity services. And obviously uh, the nurses and midwives went on strike this week. And, you know, for someone that doesn't work in healthcare, it's very easy to look at that and go, oh, yeah, they're just, you know, striking for fair wages and whatnot. But they're striking for more money, like. Yeah, whatever. But it's more than that. It's so much more than that. Like, People aren't actually understanding what nurses and midwives are actually doing no day in, day out. It's yeah. not one day a week. Yeah. It's 40 hours a week, probably more because they're being forced to work overtime. Yeah. Because if they're not there or that patient's not cared for in general. I don't think people understand that if a nurse or midwife goes for a shift, for an afternoon shift, say, at 1pm yeah. and someone calls in sick or they're short staffing at, say, 7 8 p.m. Mm. and they can't get any other staff mm. you're not allowed you're to it. leave you're it so yeah. you're starting work at 1 p.m. and yeah. you're working till 7 a.m. the next day yeah because you can't leave yeah. even though you have a family at home it's not fair and then you know yes as nurses and midwives we know that shift work is part of the drill but it's the flow on effect like you know when the government's releasing statements saying we're, you know, we're coping yeah, you know, you've, I know coping. you've all heard this at home you've all seen yeah. it on the news whatever and social media blah 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 but it, it's insulting yeah you know we're not asking for much our way our wages aren't we're crazy. only asking <laughs> for what we're entitled to yeah <laughs> that's the that, that's the and other states have oh, ratios and we don't yeah. and it doesn't seem to matter and I think you know if it was portrayed differently in the media is the fact that like people are actually dying not because of what their illness is they're dying because there's no staff there to adequately care for them to escalate things yeah. when patients are deteriorating to transport patients to hospital in a timely manner I mean we've seen a lot of that flooded through yeah. the media with um, our ambulance service in this state in and particular. when we're talking about ratios we're just talking about getting one nurse or midwife to three or four patients yeah. rather than having one or two midwives for like eight or nine mothers yeah. with the babies yeah. and babies aren't counted in the ratio. That's, that's our little... <laughs> anyway, so we'll probably delve a little bit deeper in this season yeah. of With Women anyway. But thanks for tuning in to our little update app. 
basically talked about myself the whole time, but that's so Look, small. it was good things. <laughs> need to talk about it. Get it out. So needed the chat. Come. We haven't caught up purposely. We haven't. So I, I learned a lot. I'm very <laughs> proud of you. Thank you. Yeah. You're going to make me love you. Crying. <laughs> <laughs> All right, listen to our next app. We'll see you soon. <laughs> Bye. So thank you for listening to this episode of With Woman. We hope you found this useful for your journey and you can find us on Instagram at withwoman.thepodcast. So flick us a follow and get amongst it. You'll find our latest episode updates there and also please feel free to slide on into our DMs if there are any topics you'd like us to discuss in the future. That's it for us. Bye. Bye.